0: Hey, how you doing? Wednesday, June 30th, the last day of June, seems like, uh, what happened to May? (laughs) Do you ever get that way, wondering, okay, how did we get this far so quick? We are halfway through the year, and it seems like 2021 just started yesterday, but anyway. My name is Mike, this is the FBTV uh, video podcast, the podcast obviously, if uh, you are listening you can find us on your favorite podcasting app uh, this video is in the fbtv insider for our clients only as well as it is making an appearance on youtube so we're going to start posting these up on youtube as well uh we start out every podcast uh, if you got questions comments like to leave a message or whatever feel free to do so uh, you can use our website at freightbrokertv.com or you can even email me direct Fbtv at FreightBrokerTV.com. I'm your host for these FBTV podcast. I am also the lead consultant for Toa. If you're not familiar with Toa, well if you're thinking about becoming a freight broker getting into the transportation industry uh, getting uh, started as a freight broker agent yeah I'd highly recommend check out. Taltoa t a l t o a dot com. We have over the years, and I'm talking many, many, many years, going back into the 90s. Uh, we've helped a lot of people uh, start out to start their careers as a freight broker. Go on to go on to a lot of success. We like to be able to help you as well. All right, we got a lot of things going on here, and somehow the printing got messed up on our cheat sheets what we use if you're looking at the video you see me holding them up but uh, you know the printing got off and so we got a little bit on this page it's supposed to be on one page nuts what's going on in the world today well diesel's up but we well get fuel is up period diesel or gasoline we we sort of expected that i mean we're going in the fourth of july weekend. of course it's going to go up i mean oil companies are doing everything they can to make <laughs> Make back the money they lost last year. And if you're not aware of that or if you can't see it, well, take off the blindfold. Because, you know, we're, we're, it is what it is. You know, it's what we come to expect anymore. You know, a long time ago, people figured out, back in the 70s, people figured out, if we yell shortage, <laughs> we can charge a lot of money. And, uh, well, here we are. Uh, diesel up uh, to three dollars and thirty cents a gallon, up from three twenty-eight last week. Three o nine for gasoline, up from three o six last week. But uh, hey, it's holiday. You got to expect that, right? Any any time a holiday comes around, especially in the summer months. You know, I used to have a boat that I used to keep on the lake. Well, it wasn't a big fancy job, but it was nice. You know, little cutty cabin. You know, bayliner, small. But it was fun to go out and sleep on it. I didn't want to trailer it all the time because it was a pretty big boat. So I uh, put it in a marina up at a lake near here. And in the beginning, I I take my own fuel down. You know, I get gasoline at the, you know, uh, Easy Mart or whatever. Take it down on my boat, fill it up. And then the marina kind of got ticked off about that and told me I couldn't do it anymore wanted me to buy that five dollar a gallon marina fuel <laughs> you know I understand they got to charge a lot for it i get it you know you especially the marina i was in uh the the fuel truck the tanker I had to park they they couldn't come right down to the marina they had to run a hose all the way down. it was nuts but anyway you know i'm sure they were everything up okay topic of the day we're going to be talking about load boards load and truck postings If you're one of my clients and you've made it to part four of the training when we're talking about finding trucks and such you probably have a pretty good idea where I'm headed with this if not well it doesn't matter if you're a trucking company or even a broker and I can't believe brokers do this but we'll be talking about that later today all right class a trucks big trucks well believe it or not last month May brought an all-time high price for used big trucks. The average sales price for a used Class 8 8 vehicle sold in May set the all-time record, jumping ahead of April's claim to that title because, yeah, you know, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about April had the record, but now it's May. The trend for people buying used trucks is up. Huge demand. And as such, here we go, supply and demand, you know, shortage. Eh. Anyway, the demand for the uh, used trucks outpacing the availability. In April, the average price of a used truck, Class 8, $57,371. Last month, $58,652. You know, I remember... Back when I had a small fleet, I bought a used truck for 35000 I thought I was paying way too much. <laughs> ah, times are changing. Okay, here's something. Here's a no-brainer. One of those Arsenio Hall things, hmm, you know, make you sit back and go, hmm. NT or NHTSA orders automated vehicle makers to report crashes just now. You would think, hey, okay, uh, you're putting an automated vehicle on the road. Okay, you're going to have to report all your crashes. you think that would have been done from the get-go. But the NHTSA was reluctant to issue any regulations of new technology for fear of hampering adoption of the potentially life-saving systems. Uh, so it's okay to hurt, maim, kill somebody while you're uh, testing it. But now, we want to know about it. (laughs) Anyway. NHTSA has ordered automated vehicle makers to report crashes involving fully autonomous vehicles or partially automated driver assist systems. I don't know. To me, this is the dumbest thing I've... I, I can't... Well, it is what it is. And when they start talking about autonomous trucks... Again... Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody about automatic transmissions the other day. One of my clients came out with a big truck. I, I'm old school. I want the clutch. I want the transmission. You know, I want the uh, I, want, I want the manual stick. Keep the automatic stuff. You know, my, my client, they brought up a good point. The, the only time that automatic's good for is if you're in California in a traffic jam. So your, your leg don't go wobbly on you. The left leg. You know what I'm talking about that you know push it in that clutch trying to hold it the legs start wiggling on you <laughs> as soon as they brought that up as soon as they brought that up i felt it in my left leg you know i i, I remembered it i remembered trying to keep that clutch in you know or even on a you're at a stoplight on a uphill grade. you know and lo and behold whenever you end up like that in a big truck the car behind you has no brains. They will pull right up on your DOT, and it's like, wh- do you not get it? <laughs> you know, anyway. All right, Nebraska got some things going on. <coughs> Waystations uh, deploy tech, uh, technology that can detect a semi's flat tire at 75 miles per hour. That's pretty nice. You know, if you got you got an inside uh, tire out or something like that, you're, you're not aware of it. Yeah, this technology can you know, be a help if it's used for that purpose. Uh, and Nebraska State Patrol recently installed new technology that can detect a semi-truck's flat tire as a vehicle travels on the interstate. Kind of like way in motion, I would imagine. A few days ago, NSP, on June 25th anyway, five days ago, NSP announced the deployment of the new technology system designed to detect safety issues with commercial vehicles traveling on I-80 near the Waverly and North Platte way stations. According to the NSP, the new system includes technology embedded in the pavement of uh, I-80 that detects a flat tire on a commercial vehicle. Of course, while the vehicle is moving at interstate speeds, the system then flags that vehicle and requires the uh, driver to exit at the way station for the flat tire to be addressed. And we kind of know what the address is going to be. Here's our list of repair shops you can use. <laughs> you can use, you know, Uncle Jeff. You can use Cousin Bob's. You <laughs> I'm kidding, sorta. Also included with the technology upgrades is a camera system, of course, a camera that can read license plates of commercial vehicles, as well as the DOT numbers of each vehicle before the vehicle re- reach, uh, reaches the weigh station. So, in essence, the system can then check for safety issues associated with the truck or company. All right, I kind of thought they already had that in some places, but maybe not. I guess when you pulled in the weigh station, they could pop it up on the computer. See what kind of. Uh, but isn't that what Prepass did too? Or, yeah, Prepass? Pike Pass? Prepass, wasn't it? Pike Pass for the tolls. I need to get out more. All right, here's something that totally blows me away. I mean, it just totally blows me away as if anything could really blow anybody away anymore in these day and times. The governor up in Connecticut signs the truck miles tax into law. Okay, I get it. States need money. And they, they, they pretty much go after trucks, cigarettes, or booze. You know, they go after trucks because most of the trucking companies that are paying the tax or the extra money in that state aren't from that state, so they aren't a voter. Same thing with uh, cigarettes and uh, booze. You know, a majority of the voters aren't going to be affected by that tax increase because, well, they don't smoke and they don't drink a lot, they say. But anyway... Oh, Ned, Governor Ned Lamont, signed into law a provision that will saddle the trucking industry with a tax for miles driven within the state as a means of generating revenue for infrastructure. That's the new word today, infrastructure. Whenever they want to raise taxes on highways or roads or gas or anything, we need it for the infrastructure. I think if you went back to the original... To the original plans for infrastructure, there was plans in the infrastructure plans (laughs) that uh, spelled out, okay, this is how we're going to pay for it. And uh, I may be talking talking through other extremities of my body right now, but it seems to me like... uh, the governments and the states and stuff like that, well, we can use money out of that because, look, it's got such a surplus. We're never going to have to fix it, and then it's empty, and now they got to find money again. Then they got money for all this other stuff. Then you got the electric vehicles coming up, and everybody's freaking out. Okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? How are we going to get our money? Because people are going to be driving electric cars. They're not putting gas. We're not going to get tax from the gasoline or the diesel or the oil. What do we do? And so they, it's nuts. It's nuts. These politicians. Well, it is what it is, right? Anyway, uh, old Ned signed uh, a law going to saddle the trucking industry for a tax for miles driven within the state, like I said, of a means of generating revenue. Uh, Back uh, a few days ago, Ned signed HB 6688 into law after it was approved by the Connecticut General Assembly earlier uh, this month, June. Uh, the reports say the tax is expected to generate an estimated $90 million in revenue for infrastructure funding per year by implementing a costly highway use tax on truckers only. Truckers only. Fees would range from 2.5 cents per mile for vehicles ranging or weighing, rather, uh, 26 to 28,000 pounds or up to 17.5 cents per mile for trucks weighing over 80,000 miles. So if you go 100 miles, it's going to be an extra $17.50. <clears throat> I guess they figured out trucks aren't buying fuel in that state or whatever. So they got to figure out another way to get it. Tax is going to go into effect on January 1st, 2023, unless somebody does something. If you're hauling milk, well, I should say dairy trucks, going to be exempt from the tax under some circumstances. And I'm sure those circumstances are... If you are a company that is housed in Connecticut. If you're based outside of Connecticut, nope. Pay the tax. Shortly after the Connecticut General Assembly approved the bill, Amott responded to outcry from the trucking industry, Oida, ATA, everybody's yelling about this. But anyway, old Ned, he you know, he came up, he wanted to make everything right, set everything straight. You know, hey, look, you know, you you're expecting about hey, look, you know, we understand, but you know it's what we had to do something like that okay can i explain look you know explain you know, our infrastructure is going to heck man it, it, roads are falling apart bridges i mean you saw that bridge down in arkansas we've got things to do here you know we need your help you guys are the ones that are the heaviest so therefore you know explain it explain it, explain it explain it and explain it but anyway, he's uh, he decided not to do it that way, you know, because well it is what it is, you know. People are who they are anymore. And anymore, people in government you know, they're gonna ignore they're gonna ignore people that aren't in government because their way is the right way, period. Anyway, ATA and OIDA, anyway, the trucking industry uh uh, encouraging drivers to avoid Connecticut. But he responded to them. Hey, look, you know, you can avoid this. You can go around Connecticut. It's not that big of a state. Don't worry about it. Just go around it. Don't pay the tax. Anyway, trucking lobby is threatening to have drivers go around Connecticut because of the highway user's fee. This is this is Ned's comment on Twitter. Okay. this This is right from his... It's there. Go look. He says the trucking lobby is threatening to have drivers go around Connecticut because of the highway user's fee. That's fine. We'll have less air pollution, safer and better quality roads, and less people with asthma. Looks like the highway user fee is already working. You just can't fix stupid. I mean, seriously. This guy's the governor of the state of Connecticut. And he's giving a finger to the trucking industry? I mean, seriously, that's about what it is. That is... The, the guy has no... Obviously... Look, I'm not the smartest cookie in the box. not the brightest bulb on the light tree. You know, that kind of thing. But... Uh, that food in your grocery store? Uh, trucks... You know, stuff that uh, goes into Walmart, Costco, Family Dollar, Dollar General, trucks. You hungry? Trucks. You know, uh, somewhere I read a thing a while back about uh, pretty much any major... Metropolitan area has about 72 hours of supplies. After 72 hours, if a truck don't show up, people start getting hungry. Ned should be thinking about this, don't you think? I mean, that is just a lame. That's fine. We don't need them. We have less air pollution. Give me a break. Safer and better quality roads. Except you needed trucks to build them. Less people with asthma. Where did that come from? <laughs> And it looks like the highway user fee is already working. I'm sorry. What are you going to do? And we wonder, and we wonder why this country is in the mess it's in. It's because of leaders like this, and there's a lot of them. Don't have to name names. You probably already know who they are. Anyway, get me on my horse. All right, let's go back to uh, topic of the day. Topic of the day, if you are a broker, a trucking company, broker agent, you use load boards, it's obviously, you're obviously looking for trucks, maybe looking for loads, depending on if you're a broker or trucking company. Either way, you find a truck you want to call or a load you want to call about, and, uh, You look over to the contact column and instead of having a phone number it's got an email my clients when we get to the uh, training area or session about uh, using load boards the way I train my clients if somebody's got an email address in there for contact Skip them. Don't waste your time. You do not have time to be composing an email about your load and sending it to a carrier that has an email address. By the time it would take you to compose that email and send it, you could have called 10 other trucks about your load. And maybe, just maybe, you would have found a truck that would have said, yeah, we'll do that. We'll take that load. But, since you wasted all that time putting together an email to send to that carrier, who's probably not going to respond anyway, by the time you call that truck, that truck that would have taken your load has already found a load. This, you know, when you're looking for a truck or a load, seconds, you don't have time to be sending emails, so you you people using emails as contact information, just stop it. You're hurting yourself. You are, you know, I this is I see this on the uh, the the truck postings all the time, and I I get it a little bit, but what really irks me is when I see a broker doing it. That's right. Make it hard on trucking companies to call you and take a load from you. Make make them have to work for your load. <laughs> I really don't get that. But, but trucking companies, I th- see this happening a lot. And I, 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 I if, you know, if you investigate a little bit, you see what's going on. They may have several dispatchers, but they want to pay for more than one load board. So what they do, they put an email address up there and want you to click on the comments, you know, or whatever. So you can see that uh, they're saying, hey, you can call us at, and they got a phone number down there, where the phone number should be in the contact, bottom line, Okay. Yeah, and 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 some of these guys, you know, I know I'm sure a lot of these people that post that email, they probably go out here and and talk bad about these load boards. Yeah, that load board don't do anything for me. I, I got my truck posted up there and my load posted up there all the time. Nobody contacts me. I'm, pay, you know, I'm paying all that money. It's not worth it. That load, yeah no I, basically trucking companies and brokers are looking seeing a contact information as an email address and they're thinking "Nah, eh, you're not worth it <laughs> that's what's going on put a phone number up there you know you may think you may think well you know I put the phone number down here and the broker or the trucking company can click and get my phone number out of that comment we don't have time this you know if it takes you five minutes to decide which truck or broker you're going to call about a load that's five minutes every other broker or trucking company had to uh, call to find that information about the loader of the truck. See what I mean? It's it's quick. That's why That's why uh, when a broker calls a trucking company and the trucking company says, no, nah, we can't do that, it's thanks click onto the next truck. Same. you know, you do it to trucking companies. You know, you call a broker, hey, is that load available? No. Or it doesn't meet your criteria. It's, well, no, thanks click. You move on to the next broker. You're, you're trying to find a load for that truck. Come on, folks, put a phone number up there. Put a phone number up there. And while we're on the subject to telephones, if you're a broker or a trucking company, your dispatch should not have to go through a PBX. It should be a direct ring. You know, again, it comes back to the time thing. If you're using a phone system, you're thinking it's pretty neat. Hey, how you doing? Press 1 for... You know, the low coordinator, press 2 for human resources, press 3 for dispatch or whatever. People don't have time to waste on that. Give it a direct line. Give it a direct line. You know, if you're using a VOIP system, if you want to have different extensions or whatever, that's fine. If you want to sound groovy and cool, you know, but uh, you should have a direct line to dispatch. Dispatch. That's be a trucking company or a broker because again time is money 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 make it easy make it easy bottom line all right that's my little ramp for the day but seriously think about that and you know you know one other thing too if you're a trucking company Uh, The Z codes, if you're using DAT, the A codes, if you're using truck stop. Come on. Don't put every destination code up there. Put anywhere. You know, I mean, somebody sees Z1, Z2, Z3, Z4, Z5, Z7, Z6, Z8. If you got every Z code up there, why? Why? You know, put anywhere. Save yourself some time. Same. It means the same thing. All <laughs> right. what else? I ninety four Detroit. Hey, if you're up in that part of the world, Detroit and Dearborn, man, it's been wet up there. You're getting, you're getting Arkansas waters up there. Usually, uh, that's what happens here. But it's June uh, since uh, last Thursday. Detroit area has been hit hard with rain. What in a tree, uh, tweet the other day? Detroit Mayor Mike Dugan? Said so the city received more rain in one day over the weekend than it usually gets in two months. Mostly, most of it came in within a five-hour period. Crazy man. Consequently, flooding has been a major issue the past few days. Matter of fact, if you're up in Detroit listening to this podcast, you know check to make sure you know the roads are open. Flooding's a terrible thing. We went through, a, I think, our second 100-year flood in the last decade, a couple of years ago, here where I'm at. Man, mess. We are we are still recovering from that, still recovering from that. So, I feel for you. Weather forecasts reveal that Detroit uh, might get some relief here in the next couple of days. So, I'm talking about sunshine and no rain. You know, I don't know how bad it is up there. I haven't seen pictures or anything, but, uh, you know, quits raining. That doesn't mean the water goes away immediately. It's got to go somewhere. So where's it going to go? All right. What else? Uh, spot rates. We talked about those last week. They've changed a little bit since we talked about them last time. Average spot rates. Wait a minute. i got to find them. Where'd they go? There they are. All right. Uh, drive-in uh april 259 may 267 that's not changing obviously but for june uh it's up to 267 the average spot rate flatbed average uh so far this month 315 reefer 309 so there you are okay some stuff you might have missed yeah we primarily talk about transportation stuff some some things are just worth talking about oh here's something it's kind of transportation related hey if you're a broker or a trucking company you've been trying to think of a new commodity doll to toothpicks of course i'm kidding i wonder how many do you know how many toothpicks you get on 53 foot drive in? but anyway 90 percent of the u.s supply of toothpicks where do you think they come out of huh eh, where do you think Maine. how about that NCAA indicated that it would allow college athletes in all 50 states to make money from their name, image, and likeness as soon as tomorrow without uh, forfeiting their eligibility. <laughs> that's, that's... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm all for... Kids making money is trying to be just a school. Making money off the uh, kid, but you got to take an consideration too. They're they're getting a free ride, college education. Now, granted, doesn't mean what it used to. For your party, mostly four hundred thousand dollars later, whatever. Now this is in London, I'm assuming London, across the pond. A woman is going public over there and complaining about the pumps at a gas station. Not just a gas station, all gas stations, I guess I should say. She says they're sexist. They're sexist because they're made more for a man's hand. And they hurt her tiny hands. I'm sure there's some lady truck drivers out there that uh, feel the same way about Having to fuel up their trucks. Those things, those diesel pumps are humongous. You know? But, uh... You know, there are guys out there, too, man. Same thing. You know, man, those, you know... Hey, I, I remember... I'm not a totally tiny guy, but man, when I was working, you know, sometimes you, you gotta manhandle that. You gotta use both hands. Sometimes you get your feet involved. <laughs> you know? So, shut up. You know, you are sick of hearing this stuff. You know, you make the pump smaller, it's going to take longer to fill up the truck, fill up the car, whatever it might be. All right, so you wake up one morning. Like a lot of people do, you get your cup of coffee, sit down at your computer, you open it up, you log into your bank account, see what kind of balance you have today. And you see... That $50 billion have been, has been deposited into your bank account. I, you know, just thinking about that would make my heart flutter. You know? You know, i just freak out. I think everybody would. You know, a guy in Baton Rouge, Darren James. He was a little more than surprised because that actually happened to him the other day. And, uh... Nutty deal, he called the bank. He's an honest guy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you guys put 50 billion with a B into my account. Uh, thanks, but uh, what do I do? Well, they straighten it out. It took them about three or four days. They were in no hurry to take that 50 billion back. But they finally did. I thought, oh, thought, geez. Four days to uh, fix their mistake. Wonder what bank it was. You're just just out, you know. I I've asked people that day, what what would you do? What would you do? And uh, a lot of people says they they keep it. Well, it's if you're in the states, it's illegal. You know, if somebody puts money, if money is deposited in your account and it's not yours, it's you're not allowed to keep it. If you spend it, you could go to prison. Okay, my bank made a mistake and put $50 billion in my account. I can't spend it. I'll go to jail. Get They get off scot-free. They take their sweet time about moving it out of my account. But let me write one check that is a dollar overdrawn and look at the heck I'm going to have to pay. That bank's going to get me coming and going. <laughs> Welcome to the... USA. All right, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's podcast. Again, if you've got a question, you want to contact us, comment, you can go to our website. We have a lot of information and videos on our website. FreightbrokerTV.com. You can email me direct, FBTV at FreightbrokerTV.com. But anyway, it's Wednesday. Go have a good Wednesday. Unless you've made other plans, I will talk to you soon.